0: What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. First off, if you like this content, go hit that subscribe button, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, go give me a five-star comment, five-star review, five-star like. Something helps out so much. But first up, guys, I want to thank you guys, man. You guys got me up to 500 subscribers in literally less than two and a half weeks. I'm up to like 530 or something now, guys. Let's keep getting those numbers up, get this great Texas content out there to the masses, and let's get this thing rolling. But today, we are going to talk about the new commit at Texas, five-star quarterback Malik Murphy from Gardenia, California. If you guys listened to my podcast yesterday, you guys understand that he was supposed to come and visit Texas this week. That visit didn't happen. You know, It was supposed to happen, but I kind of projected that I thought he was going to commit after that visit. As soon as I put the podcast out, literally three hours later, Malik Murphy committed to the University of Texas. What does this mean for Texas, guys? This means Texas. We get our five-star Bell Cal. You know, like QB for this class, you know, so this 22 class was loaded with with great quarterbacks, especially from the state of Texas. But what did Sark do? Sark went out of state, got his guy, Murphy, from Gardenia, California, five star quarterback. And this kid has all the measurables, guys. Six five, 230, 235 pound kid. You know, just had a birthday yesterday, made that pledge on his birthday this is a great pickup and I I actually say this because I think he's going to be a rainmaker when it comes to recruiting for this you know this this wonderful school right so there's already been a couple guys and and I told you this guys yesterday there's two wide receivers who've expressed great interest with playing with him and both of these guys are fringe five-star wide receivers you got Kevin Coleman awesome I mean he has said that he wants to play with Murphy and you got C.J. Williams had a you know, out of California, also, uh, he's a French five-star wide receiver. This kid is a beast, also. I mean, it'd be a great pickup to have. Not only those two guys, but you already got Winfield, who's here from Texas, and you got Evan Stewart, who's kind of like on the on like like the fringe list there too, who maybe wants to come play at Texas. You could have a, one of the best wide receiver halls we've seen here at Texas in a very long time. I told you guys what Murphy kind of kind of looks like to me. You know, everybody wants to, you know, say, hey, he's baby cam because of his size. Nah, not to me, guys. I think his arm talent is like a Jameis Winston arm talent. Let's hope minus the uh, the INTs and the fumbles. But also, Josh Freeman. I told you, you know, like all this yesterday, guys. Josh Freeman was my comp here, especially for like, you know, just a big 12 guy. Freeman was a big guy, 6'6, 235 pounds, was mobile, but not mobile to scramble all the time, mobile to make those throws on the run. Another guy who, Um, I think he's very similar to when it comes to arm talent, and I want to thank one of the you know, one of you guys who left a comment for me yesterday. One of my you know, folks on this channel left a comment and said that he reminds him of Byron Leftwich, just a right handed version of him. Man, that's a great comp. I didn't even think about that. That's from one of you guys. One of you guys said that. Appreciate that. That's a hell of a comp, Byron Leftwich. Yeah, I mean, he made those throws. Byron Leftwich. a lot of people don't want to give him credit. He was mobile in the pocket. Not really a runner, like a threat to run the ball. Very mobile in the pocket. It's different from being a mobile guy who can run like Mike Vick or, you know, Action Jackson, Vince Young, guys that can just take off and run, you know. And it's it's different to have a guy who was a a quarterback who was mobile in the pocket, and that's what I think Malik Murphy is mobile in the pocket. Byron Leftwich was the same way; he could step up in the pocket, he can roll out just a little bit. wasn't going to wire you with his speed, but anytime he had the the threat to use those legs, he was able to use those legs to find people downfield. He did it at Marshall, he did it in the league for a long time, and now like he is just you know coached the offense for the Super Bowl winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I think that's a great comp also. Byron Levitz is a really, really good comp. I didn't even think about that. Thank you to the listeners for actually giving me that. But, guys, what does this mean for Texas? This means that we got our guy. You know, we have our guy at quarterback. So it seems like Coach Sark is going to have to, you know, just to keep him in the fold, I would say, hey, I'm shutting down quarterback recruitment. Hey, we got three great quarterbacks here in the state of Texas, but it's done. It's done. No more Ewers talk. We can't We can't miss this up because we've already missed on Ewers. We just got a five-star in Murphy. We can't flirt with other quarterbacks and have the opportunity for Murphy to leave us also. Does not need to happen, guys. So let's go back and look at this musical tier quarterback situation that, you know, like we had, guys. We lost Ewers. Well, you know, well, first off, we had Ewers, and then we lost them. You know, goes to um, um, Ohio State. Uh, you know, so you got uh, Weigman, you know, so – was Connor Weigman just uh, said that he was going to pledge and go to Texas A&M, okay? And then we had Kate Klubnick, all right? Kate Klubnick straight in the backyard here in Austin, Texas, goes to Westlake, just won the state national champion – well, just won the state championship game against Ewers, really outplayed him, What a hurt shoulder, a hurt throwing shoulder, you know, like at that. And so everybody wants Klubnick because of just what we saw, you know? It's like that recency bias that, like, we have where we saw him win this championship. OK, now. Great. I wanted Club Nick, too, until I understood that Murphy was in the fold. Club Nick did win the state championship. He's in our backyard. But guys, we got to understand he's an Aggie legacy. Put yourself in his parents' shoes. I am a Longhorn. You got to see Texas engineering. I'm a Longhorn. I went to Texas, majored in engineering, graduated in 05. I am a Longhorn through and through. Would I want my son to go play at A&M and I'm a Longhorn? No. No, unless that's like the only scholarship he got, you know, I would not want him to go play for the Aggies. Right. So put yourself in his parents' shoes. Do you want your kid to go play at Texas? I mean, I understand that you live in Austin and you might want to make that drive, which is like a 30 minute drive down the street to go watch him play every weekend. But you got to wear burnt orange when you're at the games. <laughs> your your son's bringing burnt orange in the house. Anybody knows Texas and Texas A&M, the, the rivalry is so strong here. We don't even play each other anymore. We haven't played each other in years. We're in different conferences, but we still hate each other. Believe that. But it's all in good fun and games, right? But just saying that, you know, having Cade to come to Austin would have been, well, come to Texas would have been a great thing. However, uh, you know, just the powers that be. I mean, his parents went to A&M. I, I, I just couldn't see it happening, no matter what people say, you know, so I just couldn't see it happening. But enough of that talk. We got our guy. We got our guy, Malik Murphy, guys. Like I told you, 6'5", 230, 235. A lot of people have been saying, hey, well, he hasn't played yet. He's been on the JV team. He's done this. He hasn't done that. You know, he, he's already a five-star, but hasn't actually shown anything, you know, in his um in his play on the varsity level. We don't need to. You don't need to have a guy that is going to uh, be on the varsity team and show all this stuff right now because Texas is bringing him in to potentially start here in the next three, maybe four years, probably the next three years, right? We got Casey Thompson. We got Hudson Card. Both of these guys are gifted and talented. You don't think Sark takes his job without knowing that both of those guys can ball out. So those guys got at least three more years to play here or – yeah, Casey has three, and I think Hudson has like another three also, maybe four. So you let these guys battle this out. The guy who wins this has his starting job, guys, for the next two, maybe three years. You let that happen. And then Malik Murphy comes in after that and has the opportunity to start. So you get this talent, this guy with this amazing arm, this guy with this athletic ability, and you let him play or you let him sit, watch the starter for a couple years, let the game slow down for him. And then by the time his You know, red shirt sophomore year or, you know, maybe true sophomore year. He is ready to come in and be that guy. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be great, guys. I am excited about this commitment. I think it's going to pull in a bunch of kids that are going to want to come play with him. Hey, Texas is starting off to a great role here. You know, it took Tom Herman until the summertime to to get his role going. Right. So he didn't start getting those recruits coming in until the June, July time frame of his first real year here on campus. Charlie Strong, it took took a while to get it rolling, you know, basically November, December time frame. But Sark's coming in and getting immediate impact, five star quarterback, uh, five star running back, um, French five star wide receiver, maybe best wide receiver in the state of Texas. We definitely got the best you know, uh, um, running back in the state of Texas, and we got now the best quarterback in the state of California are all here already. And we just picked up another commit yesterday that I'm probably going to have a whole nother episode on, you know, well, you know what, guys, I'm going to briefly talk about that. Travell Johnson, inside linebacker, just committed to yesterday. All right. This is amazing, man. I love this film. You know, I was very high on, you know, this year's class in 21, you know, Blackwell's and Cook's, you know, film. But I think Johnson's film is much better. The kid is a heat-seeking missile. He's a little undersized, maybe six-one, like two hundred pounds. But you put him in this this pressure cooker here at Texas. You 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 put him in like the set it and forget it mode, and let him beef up to about two twenty. You got you a Big Twelve linebacker, a guy that's going to go sideline to sideline, pretty much like what Overshawn does right now. Sideline to sideline, does his thing. The kid is a special teams ace. If you if you just look at his film. Right. The second play on his highlight film is him coming down on a special teams play and knocking the trap out of the ball runner around the 10 yard line. You know, Sark said that he needs more inside linebackers, more linebackers in general. He needs more depth there because he likes that depth there because those guys end up playing a bunch of special teams. And that kid is a special teams ace also. So good pickup to that. And if you haven't seen that highlight, um, go to Texas Football Talks, you know, their page on uh, Twitter. They actually have the highlight up there good content there also guys. So on that note, guys, we got Malik Murphy. He is our guy. Um, he is our five-star quarterback. He's going to be our bail cow here. Um, this is going to be some great stuff, guys. I'm excited about this. This means a lot to Texas. We have our guy, even though we didn't get a guy from our own backyard, you know, which a lot of people are probably going to say, Hey, we could have got, uh, you know, Ewers or Klubnik or Weigman, who cares? We got a five-star coming in here. We're going to do some great things. All right. So on that note, man, I trust what Sark's doing. He is the quarterback guru. I trust what he's doing. He actually took – we had two quarterbacks um, that were under his tutelage here at Bama, you know, and both those guys get drafted in the first round. Well – One guy drafted in the first round. I'm pretty sure Mac Jones would be a first-round pick this year, if not a second-round pick. Those guys came from the same, you know, class. He didn't recruit them, but he trained them up these last couple years. You know, Tua, number six pick in the draft last year. Mac Jones would probably be a first-round pick this year. The guy knows what he's doing when it comes to quarterbacks. Uh, So I trust his opinion. I trust this evaluation. I trust this this whole stats evaluation. But kudos, man. We got Malik Murphy, five-star quarterback. This is amazing. Big kid, big talent. I can't wait to see what he is going to do here at Texas and who he's going to help bring in, man. But on that note, man, I'm going to end this. Like I always say in all my episodes, do you. Don't be afraid to fail. Outgrow your environment. Understand your brilliance in Nino's Corner. I am out. Salute and hook them horns, baby.